Hi everyone, it's the Dry Spellcast, uh, episode 13. We're recording on Wednesday, May 31st. For those of you uh, listening, it is uh, June. Tomorrow. Yes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's June 1st is tomorrow, and that's when this show will be up. So, welcome to June. Just want to say, still since it's still May 31st, uh, happy birthday to my brother, turning 26 today. So, I feel like I'd give him a shout out, even though he's never listened to the show. Yeah, yeah. What a dick. Yeah. Douchebag. He's a real happy birthday douchebag. Yeah. Um, my name's Matt. Uh, welcome. Uh, I want to thank you for listening. Uh, before we get into it, Austin is here. Yo. And no one else is here. I, d- I realize I waved, but I'm not waving to anyone. He waved to me. Um, so as it stands, we're we're still recording in a church. I still don't think they found out we're here. <laughs> um, I mean, somebody, somebody knows we're here, uh, but I don't think. Well, he doesn't hire ups. He's not even here anymore, though. Yeah, he doesn't work here anymore. But I, I did check with another employee. Oh. I was like, hey, we we've been doing this. I'm, I'm going to continue doing it. And they're like, okay, whatever. But um, the higher-ups still don't know we're here. But that's okay. Um, so next week, we are returning to the studio for sure. Um, and we're going to be live. Uh, so next Wednesday at noon, if you want to listen to us, we're live. Um, that's going to be our E3 prediction show. Yes. Um, so it should be exciting times. I know... We'll have at least one guest, maybe two, if we can swing it. Um, and it should be fun. It should be a fun time for everyone involved. Um, so, hey, Austin, what's up with you this week? Uh, nothing, just working every day, mostly. So I got my first day off today in a week, so that's nice. Yeah? Yeah. So, yeah. And then just been playing a lot of, a lot of Siege. Yes. We have, I don't know, like how it happened but we've all just kind of got back into rainbow six siege yeah so this game's weird because it came out it came out last year and we all got it or even longer ago i thought it was last year i don't know it's been out for well over a year yeah i know that season two quote unquote just started we're on season i thought four no because they have a new well they have a new season they had new season every uh dlc what? So I think season four is going to start soon. But they're just now selling a new season pass. Well, the season one... Year one okay, just I'm, ended. Yeah, but they had like they broke it up each each expansion. Kind of like how Overwatch does their seasons. Yeah, like they broke it up. Like Each expansion was like technically a new like season for ranked matches. Well, I could give a shit less about yeah, ranked matches. Yeah, but then so. the season one was like the first like eight operators or whatever it was, like the the Canadian, the Brazilians, the Spanish, and I think that might have been it. So just six operators. I might be blanking on some. Oh, and then the Navy SEALs. So there was eight of them. And then oh. the season two is going to be the next eight operators and like four new maps and stuff. So which yeah. has been delayed by three months because of Operation Health that they're doing, which I have already noticed is substantial. Like the game is running a lot smoother well i would hope so after your game's been out for a year if it still yeah. runs bad 
uh, you need to find a new career. Yeah. So I ended up playing that till 2.30 in the morning last night. Yeah. So here's my thing. Here's my thing about Siege. I think Siege is a cool idea. I think it's kind of a fun multiplayer experience. Um, I don't think it's overly well executed. The gunplay is terrible. Um, and beyond that, it's... I don't know. There was something about when that game first came out that was kind of kind of exciting that nobody knew what was going on. And there's all these crazy operators that everyone's rushing to unlock and all this stuff. And now it's like every single match is exactly the same because everybody knows all the tactics. And here I am. I've played uh, I played a handful of matches when it first came out and kind of set it down and never touched it again. Yeah, he's now and played so, more. Yeah, I've played more in the last two weeks than I have in total. the last year. Yeah. And so it's like I'm running around. I don't know the maps. Um, I don't know what's going on. I don't know the majority of operators. And... I just get wasted constantly because everybody is eh, using... I mean, you do pretty decent. I'm doing better now. Yeah. Um, but it's still like... Like jumping in the game now is going to be a pretty steep learning curve. Yeah. So I mean, I've been playing Siege since do. like, I think it was the closed beta even. I, I think I did closed open and obviously I've had the game on release. So I've, I mean, I checked my stats last night. I'm like 112 hours on PvP. That's crazy. That's a lot. It's a long time for a shooter. So, but I've like, you know, it's a long time for any game. Yeah. But I mean, I'm still really enjoying it. Like last night I had a, we had a round. It was after you guys all got off. I was playing with just our last friend, Jesse and our last friend. We have no more friends <laughs> past Jesse. Okay. Sorry. I mean, the last one of you guys was on was Jesse with me. So it was just two of us and we had three randos against, you know, five and it was on Hereford base, which is probably like. It was like one of the original maps that they had. See, that means nothing to me. Yeah, okay. Um, It was bomb, bomb defusal. So we're on attack. I'm running around as Buck. You know, I I snipe a guy in the window, shoot someone, and like we blew through the wall. Jesse was Habana and like blew some holes in the wall. So I killed someone there. And then he, he had the diffuser, runs around to the front of the building, gets killed. And it's me and one guy left at this point. And. Jesse's like, well, he's probably watching the bomb, so be careful. So I run around there, kind of looking. He's like, he's probably in this room, blah, blah, blah. I'm throwing grenades. And then like, I'm like, I'm just going to go. I sneak in there, grab the diffuser. He's nowhere to be seen. So I'm like, well, I'm going to go for the bomb. 20 seconds on the clock. I literally run around the other side of the building, crouch through the hole in the wall, get through, literally start diffusing at two seconds, get it, and then it hit zero. But since I was in the diffusing at stop time, mm-hmm. I literally hear this guy shooting like he's won the round just in the background. Boom, diffuser goes up, and all of a sudden he's like, he p- shooting stops. It's Doc, is his character. I hear him overheal. I'm just watching the doorway, <laughs> and I just backed out of the hole, and just till I was back outside, just watching the diffuser, runs through, boom, three shots, killed him. It was great. I mean, Jesse just freaked out. I think those are the moments I like really enjoy in that yeah. game. Like, we had one. We, we lost he, that round completely, yeah. and then I managed to. I, th- I feel like it was yesterday that we were playing the one that, um, again, I don't know too much about this game other than the basics. And so we were playing, and I was the last one alive, and I was surrounded by guys. Like, literally, it was me in this hallway. There was a window to my right, 
and there was like people shooting at me from like both sides. And so I did the only smart thing anyone would do. I blew out the window and I jumped out of it That's right. and went to rappel up the wall and didn't realize that when you're defending, you can't rappel, Mm -hmm. which is a really stupid thing. Um, I mean, but it makes sense. No, it doesn't. It's real stupid. Uh, what, what, like, oh, that's just dumb. Why, why can't they repel? And as he was outside, I'm like, just punch the window, punch the window. And he's like, what window? I didn't see any windows. So I had to run around and, uh, I think I got voted to get kicked. Probably. Well, by, by the time he got back in the building, they already took the, thing, I feel so. like at least every one in three matches that we're playing with like a random person, they vote to kick me. I don't know why. You weren't really even doing that bad. No. I don't know. It's just funny. It's it's dumb is what it is. But I don't know. I would much prefer if we all had Overwatch and we were playing Overwatch yeah. because Overwatch is still exciting. It is still exciting. Yeah, but the one thing I wanted to say, I was doing really, really well. Like back to like where I was like in compet- like gold competitive status on that that map on Hereford, I was just talked about earlier i went seven and oh and of course jesse's like what the hell man seven and oh and then the next round i was on an airplane and i went nine and oh <laughs> he was really pissed but it was good it was a fun time so is that going on your linkedin mm-hmm. i went seven and oh and then i went nine and oh and 16 and 16 and total you know Jesus. no big deal actually i think i went up to 19 then i got killed okay yep Cool. So yeah, that's not the only thing I've been playing. Uh, the open beta for Gwent is out for PlayStation. And for those of you who don't know, Gwent was the mini card game introduced in The Witcher 3 that became a phenomenon. And honestly, more people played Gwent in The Witcher than probably actually beat The Witcher. Yeah. So as far as like game side things like in games it was probably one of the best Gwent's ones real good it was it was i spent a lot of time playing gwent you i mean spent i spent more time on gwent than anybody i mean i did I all the, i did all the missions for i got all the cards and did everything won the won the tournament and everything so i'm pretty familiar with gwent i enjoy the game and that's why i'm kind of let down by this Oh, really? Other version. It's, they changed it just enough to where it's not the same game. No. Well, they had to make it exciting. It was the exciting. Ex- well, no. I loved it. It was good. Okay. But it was good for a free side thing inside of a game. And maybe that's my problem is like I really enjoyed what they put in The Witcher 3. And now they're like, I feel like they obviously they had to do this to like balance they, it because you're right, actually well, playing. Right. Well, they have to make it worthy of people going out and buying it. Yeah. But so I was just like, ah, I mean, it's still fun. Don't get me wrong. I just, there's a lot of new things that like kind of annoy me, but I'll, I'll get over it, I guess. Like cards can now like attack each other and more so. And it's just really weird. I don't know. Well, yeah. Oh. I guess that all makes sense to me. I honestly don't need a virtual card game in my life at this point. Uh, you know, I spent a, a while with Hearthstone and that kind of, that was one of the things that like now when I hear a like digit or a digital card game, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. But I don't know. Yeah. I think it's I think it's strange that this and the Elder Scrolls one are coming out so close together. 
The Elder Scrolls one was fun too. I actually did end up liking that more as I played it. And actually, and this one, I mean, I need to give it more time and give more credit. It's probably still a pretty good game. I only have played it just a little bit because I don't know. Did you ever collect Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh or Magic or anything? I did Pokemon or like just like first gen, like when I was in elementary school, and some Yu-Gi-Oh and Digimon too. But you didn't do like the hardcore magic. No. Okay. I'm just curious because as somebody who like I didn't grow up with any of that, um, I'd be curious to see that somebody who's like really into magic or something like going and playing one of these games and seeing what they think about it. Yeah, that would be interesting. Because I I just have no reference of what makes a good card game or not. Yeah, and I never, like, when I, you know, back in the day, collected Pokemon and whatever, Yu-Gi-Oh!, I never dueled or anything like that. I just collected them just to have the cards. Yeah. Because I thought it was cool. It is still pretty cool. Still got all my, all my cards in a binder mm-hmm. somewhere in my parents' house. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd classify that as cool. It's cool. I don't know. Yeah, it is. Um, cool. But speaking of Pokemon, yeah. So I'll 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 segue off of that. Um, there's a new mobile game out for Pokemon, uh, and it's not what you'd expect. Uh, it's called Magikarp Jump. And so those of you out there who know what Pokemon, uh, like know the various Pokemon and stuff, know that the Magikarp is basically useless. Uh, it splashes and does right. Nothing. It splashes. It just kind of flops around. It doesn't do crap. It's one of those, you know, who don't call. Be careful who you call ugly in middle school, kind of thing, right? Because it obviously evolves to one of the best Pokemon in the game. Yeah, but still, so the Magikarp itself is just absolutely worthless. And I think it was really funny. I kind of downloaded this as a joke just to kind of see it. Um, and I mean, it's, it's not a good game, but, uh, but the reviews on it are like five stars. Like, yeah, but that's real dumb. I would, I would never go to like the iTunes or the play, like Google play store and actually read those reviews because most of them are shit. Yeah. I mean, they're, it's just funny. Cause like all the things I see is like, it's the best Pokemon mobile game ever. I'm like, um, really? The only thing that this has going for it that like Pokemon go didn't have is this doesn't require me to go outside. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. Um, but anyways, so basically what you do is you you raise Magikarps, and then they jump. They jump. That's their, their battles. So their competitions, you train them, and then you jump against other Magikarp. Nice. Yeah, it's real well thought out. I need to play it. I downloaded it, but I never started it. You don't need to it. play this. I, well, I need to. No, you don't. Um and so basically you have this fish tank and you feed your Magikarp. Um, and in that sense, it's kind of a clicker. You click oh, on the... So uh, that, that drew you in then. But it doesn't play itself. Oh. Uh, so it's on an idler, so I don't really enjoy it. Um, so I don't know. It's just, it's just dumb. And you raise your Magikarps, they jump, and then you go through like tournaments and stuff. I, I, I don't get it. Like, and do you jump against like other people online? No. It's all just computer it's stuff? It's all, yeah, it's all AI. Um, it's, I, it's dumb. Um, but I still find myself playing it, and I can't figure out why. Well, you are the guy that played Wiz Khalifa's Wheat Farm 
to the point where you should not have been playing that game anymore. Actually, so I looked at the update notes. Uh, they just updated Wiz oh. Khalifa's Weed Farm, and they added some new strains uh, and some quality of life enhancements. I, I didn't download it, um, and I'm not going to. It's It's gone forever. But, I mean, I'm happy to see them uh, updating. Well, they're obviously making money off it, so. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm glad to see them updating their uh, their collection of weed because, you know, it's an evolving, it's an evolving, uh, whatever, industry, so. Now you can make money off virtual weed. Yeah. What a, what a day to be alive. Yeah, it's a great time to be alive. Um, other than Magikarp Jump, um, the real game I played this weekend is I got and finished Rhyme. Uh, and so basically Rhyme is an artsy, puzzle-based uh, thing. Uh, and it, it's kind of an adventure game. It's a uh, behind-the-back 3D almost platformer and don't you use like sound and to like for the puzzle yeah and stuff? yeah so basically most of your puzzles are sound based um but but not like not like the witness sound based like you're not listening for sounds and trying to figure it no, out you use sound yeah so you basically you have a you have a button that you press and the guy will like your character will either sing or just yell mm-hmm. and you yell and it activates things uh, and so that's basically how you solve these puzzles. Um, a lot of really interesting like puzzles in it involving, you know, daylight, sunlight, uh, shadows, stuff like that. Uh, and then your, your basic kind of dungeon esque things where you have to like figure out how to get to the top of this area. And so you have to like climb and then like break pillars and stuff like that. Um, overall, I think the game does a pretty good job at the whole puzzle aspect. Uh, I, I like the look of it a lot. It's kind of the cell shaded, uh, I, I like look. the art style. I saw yeah. It. I like the art style. It reminded me a lot of the witness, mm-hmm. um, a kind of a witness combined with the last guardian. Yeah, that's what exactly what it looked like. Yeah, yeah, and so I I liked the art style a lot. I like the music. The music's all kind of like soft piano and like violin medleys and stuff. And I know they got like Lindsey Sterling to do a song for it. Nice. Um, and whatever. So I think the music does really well at like hitting climaxes when you do. Uh, and I like that. I like the use of it really well. Uh, yeah, I'm, a game with a great soundtrack that like works really well with the game just yeah it's what makes a good game a great game yeah oh absolutely uh and for that i I think they do really well i think the story's good uh or at least decent i think you can kind of figure it out like how how long did it take you to it took me five six hours somewhere in there standard what you would expect and what twenty dollar price tag i think it was thirty it's it's either twenty or thirty and the story, like I said, I think it's okay. Um, I think it's something worth playing to kind of figure out. There are, There's no words, period. Uh, and so you figure everything out by uh, paintings and flashbacks. Uh, and all the flashbacks are basically 
paintings. Um, and then you, you just try to figure out like, why am I, why am I on this Island? Like, and there's some figures. Why are there figures on this Island and stuff like that? Uh, I will say I was playing on my PC. Um, and it ran terribly. Really? Yeah. Like to a very disappointing level because everything the game had going for it was I not necessarily overshadowed, but uh, it was combated by the fact that it ran so poorly. Uh, I mean, there were frame drops and frame rate drops all over the place. Uh, and that's real sad to see, especially at a game this size. Mm -hmm. Um, it's pretty unacceptable that it was that bad. I don't know if they've patched it since launch. Um, and I can't speak for what the PlayStation version is like. Uh, but uh, that was really, really disappointing, uh, to see that. Uh, like I, like I know my, my, uh, rig can handle it at ultra, uh, but it barely runs. Uh, the frames, the frame rate is so bad. Uh, and so I would back it off to high um, and be able to deal with it. But that's not something I should be having to do. So, No, not on a simple puzzle game like that. No. Where it's not like, you know, over the top, like processing power being used probably. No, I mean, I'm sure it uses some, like the, I think, yeah, but like, I think the art style probably pushes some rigs, uh, to the limit, but it shouldn't be pushing mine. Mm -mm. Um, so I don't know. And I'd be interested to see how it plays on PlayStation then. Cause obviously yeah. it's going to be, you know, a little scaled down compared to what, yeah. And it's, but it's going to be probably better optimized because they know what they're working with. That's true. Uh, but, We'll see. I, I'd like to see it um, on PlayStation. And I'd like to see it on a top-of-the-line rig um, to see if, you know, just that little extra boost can help or not. Um, I mean, that's that's the hard thing about, about reviewing a game the way I am because it's hard to say, like, oh, this game runs poorly when... It very well may be my fault for whatever reason, but you know I can run I can run Doom at Ultra mm -hmm. and it runs great. Yeah, so I like to think that it's not my rig. Yeah, so you still would recommend the game? I'd recommend it. Uh, I would give it a little bit and see if they patch some of those things out. I'm sure they're aware of it. If you go through the Steam reviews, a lot of people are having the same problems. So um, it must be, it's just the game then. Yeah, I'm, I think. And I don't know, we'll see. Uh, there's certain things about it that I don't like. Some of the camera is real bad. Uh, there's a lot of moments where I would like be pressing a button to perform an action and it would perform something completely different. It's the roach thing where you like, you want to go forward and suddenly your guy jumps to the left off of a cliff. Classic. And it's like, well, why? And there'll be moments where like you're on a cliffside and you, no matter how hard you try, cannot jump off it. 
and then you move down a hundred yards and you totally can fall off it. And yeah. I just like, I wish there was some consistency and little things like that. But I, I think the story's worth it. I think the soundtrack's good. So, uh, I, over the next couple of weeks, see if they patch it. Um, otherwise, you know, I think, I, I think it's a decent game. Right. So, especially for the price. Uh, well, I think it's time to take a break. So we'll be right back. Over the break, uh, we're talking about birthdays, uh, and because Austin mentioned his brother's birthday, he's turning 26. Mm-hmm. Again, happy birthday. Uh, and I realized that I turned 26 this year, uh, and how I basically wasted my 25th year. I wouldn't say wasted. I mean, I haven't done anything. I mean, you went back to go back to school. It's a pretty big milestone. Yeah, that's kind of lame. You quit your job. That's something. Okay, that's cool. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, eh. <laughs> like, I don't even have words for my 25th year. I mean, you still got a couple months, several months. Yeah. So let's go out with a bang. Jaeger bombs. There we go. Jaeger bombs every night. That's actually a story. It was actually what your twenty fourth birthday, right? No, I think it was my twenty. I maybe it was twenty four. We all went out for his birthday, and I, you've had a Jaeger bomb before, right? No, that was my I think, first one. I think one. I was the only one in our group that ever had a Jaeger bomb before, which is his, you know, shot of Jaeger and some Red Bull. I thought it was Dr Pepper. It's Red Bull. Oh, and then like tastes like a black licorice. I don't know. They never had them. We I we got a mortar for the table. They're awful. And I well, I mean I kind of like them. And so I you know took mine down just fine. And then I look at my three Matt and our friend Grant and Connor just do theirs and then their faces are just like oh <laughs> yeah it was terrible. and I believe all three of you threw up that night. No, you did, I did not. not. Connor and Grant did, and <laughs> we blame the Jaeger bombs, and we've never done them since. Yeah, I haven't touched Jaeger since that moment. Uh, it's just gross. And now it's just a running joke. Just getting Jaeger bombs. I think we did car bombs that night too. I think, I think that was my, like, I think we did a couple <laughs> car bombs that night. Yeah. That was like my first experience with car bombs. Uh, and I like them a lot. Oh, yes. Uh, I mean, it combines literally my favorite things. Uh, first of all, I love Bailey's. It's creamy. I love, uh, whiskey. So even if it is Jameson, whatever. Uh, and I love Guinness. Like, I love beer. So, I like I like Irish car bombs a lot. Um, but Jaeger bomb's bad. But, yeah, let's do Jaeger bomb every day until I turn 26. Oh, my God. We got four months? Five? five six? I don't know. What October? Month it's June now. Okay, so, yeah. Four months. Yeah, four months. All right, whatever. But... Let's not do that. Um, Random tangent of 
podcasting yeah. experience. Yeah, and also during the break, uh, I, I trained my magic carp a little bit uh, because that's what you do. Now, speaking of training fish, you like that segue? That's uh, good. That's real good. Let's get into some news. And the first hot news, uh, Austin, do you like Seaman? <laughs> I'm going to make this joke a lot. Oh, I, I knew this was coming. Do you like Seaman? That was definitely an innuendo I did not mean. <laughs> have you ever played Seaman? No. You I have any been. experience with Seaman? Uh, I've had experience with, with No, C-Man? I don't have any. Uh, so... I cannot do the segment with the straight face. Do you do you know what Seaman is? Not the video game. Okay, so I know it's a Navy sailor, or yeah. Well, let's just stick with that. Um, so for those of you, including Austin, so Seaman was this really bizarre game that came out for the Sega Genesis. Um, and basically, what it was is it comes with a little microphone. That you attach to your controller, and you launch the game, and then Leonard Nimoy talks to you for a little bit. Leonard Nimoy? Like, yes. Really? Leonard Nimoy. Yes. Rest in peace. Yes. Live long and prosper. Right. So, he talks to you for a little bit, um, and then you're launched into basically a fish tank. At which point you find an egg, and then you hatch the egg. And out comes the Seaman, which if you have the booklet for Seaman, and I'm sure this is online somewhere. I'm sure somebody has archived this. It was basically this long story about this, like, this explorer and how he found like this ancient creature that was a Seaman, and so they took him and, like, harvested them and stuff like that but anyways the big thing about this was you talked to your seaman it was it was this monstrosity of a creation it's basically a fish with a human face (laughs) uh it's the creepiest shit you'll probably ever see so you talk to this fish and it's supposed to over time learn things from you and then it talks back to you well that's creepy it is super creepy this came out around the time that like tamagotchis and like those things were a big deal so i could totally see like Like the virtual pet thing yeah okay it was a virtual pet and the thing was is like it would even tell you it takes a really long time for things to happen so you'd have to like put your seaman to bed and then wait like a week and then launch the game again and then it would have grown and it's crazy stuff like that. Anyways, we live in a world where we need a new Seaman. They, they created a sequel, I think, in the early 2000s, but it only came out in Japan. Um, but the creator of the game tweeted out a picture of a team of people, and they're all wearing T-shirts that say, Don't Panic. And the like, the the tweet said, like, can you guess what this means or something? And it, it had, like, the little logo for the Seaman on it. And that's the only way anyone could have guessed because there is no connection between Don't Panic and Seaman. 
I don't I like I can't figure out where that came from. But uh anyways, so you get you get a website called seaman.ai. You launch it and it's a site under construction. Mm-hmm. Uh so basically they're creating a new seaman. And it's real weird. Uh Whatever, dude. I don't know. If you want to make a new Seaman, go for it. I'll probably buy it. Yep. I, I knew you would buy it. Uh, say that. I like my Seaman. I'm sure you do. Um, but it's just, we live in a world where I keep on getting surprised about the games getting announced. And like the random remasters of games, too. Yeah. It's just, just, it's so strange. Like this Seaman, and I don't know. There's several really weird games coming out. We were talking about one. I remember a couple of weeks ago. But mm-hmm. I can't remember what the game. I can't either. It was like an old like PS One or like that era of game. Yeah, I like, got a remaster. I don't, I don't know. know. But anyways, that's Seaman. Um, so news people probably actually care about. Hey. <laughs> Dude, people <laughs> care about Seaman. This is like, so you may be giving like shit to Seaman. I have no idea. See, I have no idea what this is. But so like, I'm just, hey, this is this is gaming history. Okay, sorry. Uh, this is this is important stuff. So you should you should be interested in it. Okay, I'll give it a chance. I'll give Seaman a chance. Yeah, I bet you will. Yeah. So Far Cry Five. Uh, Cam, uh, the was basically we knew it was coming. They had the teaser trailers. Yeah, but they released a full trailer last Tuesday. They had like the announcement. Yeah, of and like then just like, like the trailer Thursday or Friday, and then they Friday the, the full trailer, yeah. and kind of said this is what it's going to be about, and so on and so forth. And it's kind of what we assumed with the poster that they showed. Yeah, with know, the religious. It's in things. so set in Montana, which is first Far Cry game set in America. Yeah. Which is weird to think, but I think obviously it's not going to be a very realistic America because I don't really see. Like, if this happened in real life, people running around in Montana, it would be see, shut down in like. So, I was, I was thinking about this a lot. And how are, how are they going to make this feel realistic? And I think that there is more realism in this than you might imagine. Uh, have you ever been to Montana? Uh, once for like three hours. There is a lot of wilderness in Montana. Oh, I know. It's a huge There is state. a lot of wilderness and there are a lot of backcountry towns. It, I mean, and to be a hundred percent honest, yeah. I can see something like this taking place. Uh, there's some crazy stuff that happens. Look at Oregon when the people took over the, uh, the base or whatever. The, oh yeah. The, the Bundy, the stand-up. ranger. Yeah, yeah. The ranger station. Like. Crazy shit is happening out there. That's true. I mean, like we live in a really strange environment right now. In a huge country. I mean, that's what people. Yeah. Think. And so like there's a lot of stuff that and honestly, there's st- probably stuff like this going on in our country and just in areas that nobody sees. Um, and so I think I think more importantly about this game is I think. Uh, first of all, I think it's funny that it's kind of coming out in the time it's coming out. Well, and I saw this like a, already a petition to get the game canceled. Oh, good, because it's um, sponsored. 
No, I'm not going to go there. Um, but it's just like, because with like, you know, the times we live in, people are like already offended by it. So, but that's beside the point. So yeah, I see as the, as the game kind of showed off, it's like a fanatic religious cult that takes over this town in Montana. And if you don't, like, as they said, it's like, you're going to, uh, join us if by, like by your own free will or we'll force you to. Yeah. And so they also released a series of trailers that kind of introduce some of the characters. Yeah. Like the resistance fighters and stuff. Yeah. And it, it looks like some of them like have pretty good personalities. I'm I'm no I'm really looking forward to this game actually. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see as they like come out with more details and stuff. Um I don't know. I think this game has a really like a really interesting place that they can they can do this really well and make a really good statement. Uh-huh. Or they can fall flat on their face. In I mean, I really hope they don't fall flat on their face, but I feel like there's a really high chance of that happening. Yeah, considering the last couple of Far Cries have been like, eh, and yeah, I mean it depends. We'll see. I mean, I mean the big change here is the fact that it's coming to America, and so they have to make it so that they kind of explain how how something like this can happen in America, Uh, because you know, like, sure, cell service isn't everywhere mm-hmm. but it's not everywhere still but so. if you're in our modern times you're gonna have a cell phone um and beyond that you're probably gonna have a car and so why don't you just drive away <laughs> yeah it'll be interesting to see um i think the release date was february 28th of 2018 i don't i don't remember the i saw that i know it's in february i don't know the exact date but it's 2018 february which makes sense. Obviously, they want to avoid the holiday, like crunch area, because obviously Ubisoft has uh, Stick of Truth, not Stick of Truth, but the Fractured Butthole coming out, uh, new Assassin's Creed game coming out, and I'd probably one more, I'd imagine, at that same time. So I wouldn't imagine like I make sense to them to do it like an early in the year, so they don't have all these big games come out at the same time and take sales away from the other ones. So, and I mean that's I think that's when the last Far Cry when Primal came out. I think it was fe- February. So, yeah, makes sense. And I know Ubisoft kind of starts the year up with pretty big games now. I mean, they did this year with For Honor and Ghost Recon Wildlands. So, yeah, they have a good habit of like releasing a game and then just forgetting about it, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> um, Except Siege, apparently. That, that one's still going strong. Yeah, which really just shocks it, me. Because it opened up into that competitive uh, gaming world. I think that's why. So, Far Cry 5, I'm sure we'll see more about it in two oh, weeks I'm, on E3. Oh, yes, absolutely. I'm sure they'll actually have a you know playable demo up on stage. I don't know. Uh, they, Yeah, they might have a demo that somebody plays on a stage. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's going to be a playable demo. Like They're not going to be on the floor with this game. No, I mean, uh, it's what they're going to do with what they've done every last several E3s when they have a Far Cry game. Is they'll have probably one to four people up there playing the game. But that's all the only experience you'll get with it. Yeah. And as and they did mention that the uh, campaign is full co-op as well. Yeah. Which is Which cool. is interesting. And it's not like the co-op from like, I think Far Cry 4 introduced the co-op, but it wasn't like full co-op. It was like you could just jump in on a few missions or whatever here and there. Yeah. So. Which yeah. could be fun. 
Yeah, I, as long as they do this game correctly, I think it'll be really cool. I think this is probably the right move for the Far Cry series because they kind of they kind of pushed out all that they can in the kind of primal tribal areas of the world. Uh, and considering they released a game called Primal, that was right. Set, set. Well, and beyond that, it's all those games kind of had a little mysticism, a little magic involved mm-hmm. in it. So I'll be interested how they do that in the this The power game. of Jesus Christ! Or yeah, whatever, but, I don't know. But even Ubisoft isn't like bold enough no, to like... No, absolutely not. To like really go and say like, oh, like Jesus freaks have superpowers. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, and I, I think I think that's where this game is actually going to like stand out. Is it's just going to show? No, I don't think any supernatural elements are going to be in this game. It's just going to be the fact that of how bad humans can be. Yeah, and when they're blinded by. I'm really interested. Well, beyond that, and like I'm really interested in see like how they approach some of the more far cryish things, like uh, like crafting, for example, like. Are you going to be making like boots uh, from from bear hides and stuff like that? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I think it's, it's too early to really like. It is. Tell. And I we'll, think we'll learn a lot of a lot of stuff about I'm, it. It'll probably have a big chunk of Ubisoft's press conference. So yeah, I'd be surprised if it doesn't. Well, they also have that other IP that they're thinking about it. Like they said, they're going to announce mm-hmm. that we don't really know what it is. Yep. So, I so think yeah. Far Cry, it's coming to a store near you. And I'm uh, actually going to jump the list here in a second because we're oh talking about God. Ubisoft. It'll take just a few seconds. So I saw this yesterday. More Assassin's Creed leak came out uh, yesterday from a t-shirt. Yes. A website posted a t-shirt of the assumed protagonist of the game. Name, his name is Bayek, apparently, is what... He's going with, and the picture shows him holding a shield and a longbow, and not much more than that. So I'm sure that's be shown off at E3 as well, or announced at E3 officially because it hasn't been officially announced. It has it not? No, it's only been leaked twice now. That's crazy. So, <laughs> uh, it, well, it, I think it's like, but it, it's, it's slated. not crazy that there's two leaks. I think it's crazy that they haven't like officially said anything. Yeah, they haven't said anything. So, I mean, it's slated to come out the end of this year, November this year. So, we'll definitely see something at E3. Like, if not, I will be really surprised. So, moving on. Yeah. Um, speaking of surprises, uh, Sonic Mania has been teased for. I guess not teased. Like it's like we knew it was coming out mm-hmm. uh, for a while. Uh, and then it, it was supposed to come out this summer and then got pushed back. It got delayed. They finally said that it's coming out August 15th. They released a new trailer for it. Um, it is 2D Sonic. It is the Sonic game that Sonic players have wanted since the first original game. Uh, and not the Sonic Freeriders crap and all that other stuff. Right, and they're they're releasing another 3D Sonic uh, sometime this year because we need to continue riding that cast train. Mm-hmm. But uh, a new good Sonic is coming out, uh, and they kind of mentioned that like it'll have both original and remixed versions of older stages. Uh, and like the trailer that it had, you control Sonic, obviously, but they also showed some of Knuckles and some of Tails. 
So it sounds like a like a good old Sonic game. Uh, good. I remember actually you run fast and you collect coins. I remember playing the original Sonic on the Sega or whatever it was. Uh, and when I was in kindergarten, I was in the hospital. I had mono and dehydration is like a backpack thing, pretty bad. But I remember that's like they rolled a TV into my room because I was I was there for like uh, several a couple weeks. I don't know. I had oh, I think it was dehydration first. And I was there for several days, and then I left and came back the next day for mono, and I was there for a little bit longer. So, I mean, that's literally all I did was play this original Sonic on the Sega back in the day. And that's where I, like, fell in love with this game. Right. On, on death's bed. Yeah. I, like, so when I go visiting people in the hospital, I always think, like, the one thing I want with me in this situation is, like, my computer and my PlayStation. Right? And obviously, <laughs> like, it's nice. Obviously, I was in, like, the children's wing at the time, so, like, they had, like, the console just on a wheelie tv and everything just plugged into the wall and then oh so they had the console it was ready to go yeah like they brought it to me and i think maybe helped that i was a doctor's son but that's beside the point oh yeah had a little pull but maybe yeah so little history on me i almost died as a Uh, kindergartner oh yeah um we had we had mentioned that uh, Call of Duty Four was getting or Modern Warfare was getting a standalone release, uh, but it was it's been quote unquote leaked. This has not been officially announced. Uh, but if you go to the Amazon website mm-hmm. for it, uh, it now says June twentieth, which is I think it's about what I expected. And so this just happens to be the same date. That the leak was whatever like a couple months ago. That's what I said. The leak was June twentieth as well. Yeah. So. Uh, so this is just kind of more confirmation that it might be coming out. I stand by my opinion. This is real dumb, but uh, it should have been standalone from the get go. Yeah, I mean, but I think they wanted obviously they wanted to sell it the oh, new yeah. game. They they piggybacked it off of a Call of Duty because they wanted to sell that Call of Duty. And they should have given it a couple months, gone through the Christmas cycle, and then released it standalone. Yeah. But if you want to uh, get more into that, I think that's episode six or something. I don't know. Somewhere down the line. You can probably <laughs> read the descriptions somewhere. Uh, yeah. Just look uh, on SoundCloud. It shows you the waveforms, right? Uh, just go for the waveforms that are really big because that's probably me getting angry. Um, yep. Yeah, so one last news story before we hit another break. Uh, you know Twitch, right? The streaming? Yeah. 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 I think most so, gamers know Twitch. So Yeah, so Twitch does some weird things sometimes, right? They uh, they had that clicker idler game one time. Yep. Uh, and they do some weird they stuff. They streamed all the Power Rangers one time. Yeah, and like I think they even did an RPG one time where like players played through the RPG. Well, the weirdest uh, one I think I've ever seen is now. Um, and it is, you can play the stock market with somebody else's money. Um, some software developer named Mike. Uh, he opened an account, uh, $50,000. And Twitch is doing what they can with it. Uh, so basically how this works is it, it runs 
through Twitch into another program that then invests his money. Like real money. Real money. Okay. Um, and you go in and you like you vote for what stocks you think like he should invest in. So like, and you also vote like you should buy this stock, you should sell this now, um, and stuff like that. This so, reminds me of so it reminds me of the stock market game I played in like yep, high school I economics. Did it as well, yeah. But this one is real, real money, uh, and basically it'll go until he gets down to twenty five thousand. And then he'll pull out. Yeah. Well, he so there's some federal regulation that says that you can't go below that. Oh. And so that kind of ends the game. But he thinks it's going to go on for a while. Um, so, like, this morning I was watching it play itself or Twitch play it. Uh, and they were, they were buying stock in the car manufacturer, the, the weird one, a Tesla. That's I think. So that's they were buying. They were buying buying stock in Tesla, uh, and when I looked, they had like eight shares in it, and they had raised like sixty bucks um, from those eight shares since they bought it, and now like you know you know how the stock market works. Yeah. Um, and then people were trying to get it to get them to sell it, but it kind of it tallies all the votes. And then whatever vote has the most. It just automatically does it? Yeah, or? it okay. does it. Uh, so when I looked this morning, he was just over 50,000. So it was like 50,060. Like just barely over. Yeah. And so I looked at like the, it has like a real time graph, but it doesn't tell you exactly how much it was like it was at the peak. Uh, and it looked like maybe sometime yesterday uh, he had a lot of money uh and it, it kind of has evened itself out since then but what so i guess would you trust twitch with fifty thousand dollars absolutely not i mean so far they're not screwing it up true i mean maybe they're it's only it been a seriously. few days but but i know how the internet is and i know how like if this like does keep running, how mo- people are like, it's like they're gonna get bolder and bolder and bolder and bolder, and like just do wild things, and then things might just go terribly, terribly wrong. I don't know. There's part of me that's like just fascinated by this, and like thinking like. But I mean, it's a good I lesson for people to learn how stocks work. I mean, a kind of. Yeah, I mean, I'm not if like if you want to buy one stock at a time. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but it's a rough idea. I mean, we're not stockbrokers. We're not like you know buying hundreds no. of thousands of shares at times but it's just i mean i think it's something people need to know and maybe this is a way to like kind of educate people it's yeah with real with other people's money i mean can't beat that yeah as somebody who invests like pennies a month into stocks <laughs> i'm probably not the best person to ask yeah um i i've gained a little bit since investing but uh Still not enough. Yeah, future future Jordan Belfort over there. Absolutely. Starting um, with the penny stocks. <laughs> yep. And that that's actually like a joke. So like uh, when I was like watching this stream, like some people were in the, the chat going like, penny stocks, we must invest in penny stocks. I'm like, uh, yep. And that's where the cocaine comes in. Yep. 
Absolutely. Um, and with that, we yeah. Will. So with that, we're gonna we're gonna take a break. No cocaine involved. We'll be right back. Speaking of rhyme, uh, rhyme, it uses DRM. Like most games, I'd say, probably most games use DRM. Um, it uses a DRM called DeNuvo that is kind of notorious for not being able to crack. Um, the rhyme devs came out and challenged people to crack it. They said if it's cracked, they will remove the DRM. That's kind of where the new story lies. Uh, I just thought it was really funny that the dev comes out and is like, hey, do this. How long do you think it'll take before someone cracks it? So, like I said, it's notoriously hard to crack. Um, and, like, a lot of people, like, really good hackers are unable to, do like, crack it. Mm. So, we'll see. We'll like. see if it ever actually does happen. But I just thought that was interesting. I want to throw it in. Um, Square Enix our favorite people in the news. They announced uh, with Tokyo RPG Factory a brand new game, uh, Lost Sphere, spelled S-P-H-E-A-R. Yeah, I thought it was a typo, and I tried to fix nope. it, and he it yelled at right. me. So. Yes, that is how it is spelled on the trailer. Um, they released a trailer for this game. Uh, it has that kind of classic RPG look to it. Think of like Chrono's Trigger. Um, and, and they just like, it wasn't too long ago. They released another game that was very similar. Um, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, basically the, the story of this game is for, as we can tell is that the world is like disappearing and it's your job to stop it. Um, I mean, what the title lost fear makes sense. Even though it's spelled wrong, but that's fine. Right. Well, I don't know. Um, game's coming out for PS4, Switch, and PC. It's interesting that a lot of these games are coming out of the Switch and not Xbox now. Like a lot of these like smaller... I, I, this makes sense. That I think this is a really good like Switch game. Oh, I'm sure it will be great on Switch. It's just interesting that like now PS4, Switch, and PC are getting these games and Xbox is just yeah. coming out to dry. Yeah. I don't and, I mean, it could just be a weird deal with Microsoft. Who knows what's going on? It's just... I don't know. So I feel like Square has kind of always had a kind of a a tie-in with Sony. Oh, yeah. Well, they've been doing, I mean, because they've been doing Final Fantasies forever. Yeah. Back when they were still Square Soft and not even Square Enix. Yeah. And, I mean, it was only recently that Final Fantasy went to it Xbox. It was 13. I remember, I remember that announcement at E3, mm -hmm. clear as day. Uh because I, at the time, I was a huge Microsoft fanboy. Yeah, and... And I remember when they came out and announced that, it was mind-blowing. I mean, yeah, it was mind-blowing, but I still think like 85% or 90% of the sales of that game were still on PS. Oh, yeah. It, and that's how oh, it's yeah. going to be. I think the same thing was with uh, Metal Gear Solid Five because that was the first Metal Gear to go to Xbox. And I think the majority of the sales were on Sony. But I think, you know, majority of the people that own a console are ps4s so but 
So, I mean, yeah, I, well, I, I guess it makes sense that Square Enix out, has more of a uh, favorability to Sony. Yeah, but I, the game looks kind of cool. Um, I mean, it's a, it's I a think classic it cool. JRPG. I, I'm sure I'll pick, probably pick it up. I do I like know. a good old JRPG. I, I mean, I like them, but I I, this, I like looked at this and I kind of thought to myself, like, I wish this was coming out on a 3DS because this looks like something I'd really like to pick up for that. I guess you got to get a Switch now. Well, I was kind of planning on a Switch uh, anyways, but still, I mean, as portable as it may be, mm-hmm. it's still not quite as portable as my 3DS. Yeah, So for sure. But I don't know. Uh, let's just let's just keep going with Square. Um, the big news that we've been talking about for weeks: IO Interactive, uh, Hitman, all that sad stuff. Uh, apparently, after their earnings call, um, no, like a couple of weeks ago, when they kind of announced that they were getting rid of IO Interactive. Um, the CEO or owner, somebody, somebody said this, and I should have written down who it was, but I didn't. Um, Cite your sources, man. I know. Uh, he basically said that Hitman might get sold. Like the IP itself might mm-hmm. get sold. Um, and it said, because the firm is engaged in the development of Hitman and other renowned titles, um, the firm being IO. Um, we are negotiating with prospective and external investors capable of ensuring that these titles carry on. So, yeah, they want the Hitman name to keep going. That, that, it's, I don't know if it's exactly that. Or well, if that's, that's kind of what I saw is they don't, like, they don't want the actual Hitman series to die. I don't think they care, um, frankly. But I think that this is, this is good lip service saying that, oh... We're not as evil people as you make us think yeah. we are, but uh, it does. It still kind of like it kind of makes people think that maybe there's a chance that Hitman will survive. Um, Life finds a way. Yeah, and even then, like I think I said that last week too. Probably, um, if IO goes out and it does get bought by another studio and they can't take the Hitman title necessarily with them. There's always the possibility that they release a game about a Hitman, um, not titled Hitman. That's something that. But I, I that's think not at this point, if you want to, you know, continue the series, you're going to buy the title, the rights for the name Hitman, depending on how much Square wants for it. True. Good point. They might sell that for a really big chunk of money. Yeah. It's it's hard to say. Um, obviously, I don't know how their business is going or anything, so it's all tough to say. Um, I don't know. Just every week we get an IO like update, and none of it ever sounds good. And it's still sad, I feel. But... Um, Speaking of sad news, uh, Perception. Remember Perception? Yeah, I've been waiting for this game for a long time. I kind of forgot that it was coming out. Um, well, I thought it was already out, and then I saw this was like it was like delayed. And I was like, wait, yeah. Wasn't it so I out? I kind of forgot it was even coming out uh, until this. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, 
it got delayed, but it only got delayed a week. Uh, on consoles. It's, yeah, it's out on PC now. But apparently they, they tweeted out, uh, due to an unexpected administrative snafu, re-rating slash territories, consoles delayed a week. Um, so if you were trying to get this game on PS4, Xbox, uh, it's not out yet. Uh, but it is on PC. And for those of you who don't know what Perception is, it was that game that it's that any game that like you're blind and you go to this like haunted house yeah. and um, you only can hear with sounds. Yeah, you like it's kind of like you don't see a lot, but you can tap your cane uh, and like and then you can hear the sounds bounce off right, the walls and, and, like, and then you can see like where the walls are. And but stuff. the more you use your cane, the more the ghosts or whatever hear you. So yeah. it's kind of like a give and take situation. Yeah, it looked like a really good horror game, uh, or at least a different a different take on horror games. And I might, I'm probably going to get it. I mean, it looks pretty fun. Yeah, it it looks good. Uh, it's something I definitely like to pick up. But maybe I'll pick it up in a week and then be able to talk <laughs> about it and write a review on it. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Um, Overwatch. That's still a thing. It's always um, it's always gonna be. I love Overwatch. I love playing Overwatch. You know what? So I've started playing as Lucio. Um, I watched some like some plays of him and stuff, and I'm like, I think I'd really like this character. And I never really got into playing him because if I'm gonna play a support like healing character, I always play as Mercy. Mm-hmm. I adore Mercy. I love Mercy. She's the best. But uh, I started playing as Lucio, and I like him a lot. I like there's like a lot of really cool tactics that you can do with him, and yeah. like wall running and stuff is awesome. Uh, and so I've been and trying to get. And he's really good, good on certain maps where you can just throw people off the edge. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I remember when they did that crazy, crazy mode with just him and Roadhog, in uh, the well in the middle. That was a thing. Yeah. Oh. We played this. Uh, it was, and it was just madness. Uh, it was you could only pick Lucio or Roadhog. And so your teams were basically that, and so and you're trying to knock people in the well. Or yeah, something? That, that's a hundred percent of what that game was. <laughs> I don't, I don't think I ever played that. You definitely did. No, I don't remember this. It was yes, I remember playing this. Okay, well, uh, so yeah, Overwatch has a new update out, which uh, it's the anniversary edition. Yeah, so it launched a new map. It's like a moon base map, and people are kind of thinking a new hero is on its way. Another gorilla, yeah, because of the moon, because the moon base, like with Winston and stuff, and there's just kind of like several hints of gorilla, new gorilla character. So we'll see. I mean, Overwatch is very good at teasing stuff that never happens. Yes, Doomfist. So we'll see how it goes. Um, from what I saw, the patch notes they had some changes to McCree. I think Roadhog was one of them. Just some character, other I, and minor I, stuff. I think they kind of addressed everybody's frustration with the loot box system, um, which if you're going to get loot boxes, that's the game to get them in because it is the greatest loot box animation ever made. It's pretty good. Um, but and the sound, the, oh, it's so good. But, but the uh, rewards suck. The rewards are real bad. Uh, Got to get my three, and I was three like, grays and a blue. I think it was Polygon or that ran an article that was talking about how impossible it is to unlock all the stuff um, from this anniversary edition mm-hmm. and well, just even, the amount of hours that you would even need. Even the last, like the last event that they had, the o- uprising or insurgent or whatever uh-huh. it was, they said it was, I think, literally like physically impossible 
to get all the stuff in the loot boxes unless you paid money. Yeah. Like, that's, I mean, that's really dumb. Uh, is it? From I mean, I think. From any standpoint? I mean, obviously they want money, but they're probably making tons of money anyways. The fact that, like, I don't like to spend extra money on games after I paid, you know, $60 for this game. Yeah. I'd like to get everything. Like, I hope my $60 would include all this stuff that, like, I would get in. I'm, like, I guess I'm okay with them charging for loot boxes that you can buy. So you can buy a pack of five or a pack of 20 loot boxes but or whatever. But the deal on them is terrible. Uh, eh, it depends on how, how much you care yeah. about the loot. I really don't but care that much. But when you so. buy those loot boxes, you should kind of be guaranteed that you're going to get something unique. That's the same. Like, say you pay five bucks for a loot box or whatever, and then you open it and you get three grays and a blue. I would throw my controller to my TV at that point because I just wasted $5. And then you just... Uh, destroyed a couple hundred dollars of tv <laughs> no i know it was that was i know i know i get it i get sarcasm or but yeah hyperbole. so and that that's what's very frustrating with i think that's the only thing i really just do not like about overwatch is its loot system is really yeah bad. and even then it's it's definitely not the worst i've seen but that's like something they read like and so that was what they're saying is they're kind of focusing on that a little bit right now considering blizzard has like a game that's famous for its loot and diablo and like good loot and like stuff like that, and then this game comes out, and then it's like the like I'm more surprised when I actually get like an epic loot or something. Then I'm like, then usually I open my loot box and it's like, oh, it's like I get three yeah. the three grays and a blue, and two of them I already own. I'm like, well, that's stupid. It's because like so like for this uh, anniversary edition, like I like some of the dances. I think they're funny. I mm-hmm. think it's uh, they're great. Like having the dance parties is real dumb, but whatever. Which um, we did do. Yes, we did. And so, like, I immediately went out and bought Mercy Does the Hustle. And so I bought it because it was incredible. Yeah, and I bought Sombras, who does uh, the shuffle. Yes. And we ran out in like, the middle of a skirmish and just started dancing. I can't remember. Uh, Jason bought something. He had, it was uh, Tracer, did the Charleston. Yes. Um, and I, that stuff's real fun, I think. Uh, yeah, but we, like, got up and I think... Jesse had oh, no. He just he just jumped up and down. Oh, he had Roadhog's little like headbang. Yeah, but, like we're all in, like in a diamond. No, he he bought one for someone. I know, and then he like unlocked it right after huh. in a loot box. So like we're all in a diamond, just dancing together. It was really funny. It was stupid, but it was great. Uh, and I guess people are like actually holding servers where you can do this stuff. But I think it's a little far. But uh, I don't know. Uh, that loot, that whole loot system needs a l- bit of an overhaul to make it enjoyable. Uh, but I mean, the game's still real good, so I, I'm okay. Uh, but I think what they need to do is like have different levels of loot boxes, like a bronze loot box, a silver loot box, gold loot box, like, like, well, like say like the gold can guarantee you one epic item or something and you like, and you earn maybe like one when you level up and then like they should have like challenges you can do in a game, like say, you know, play. I feel like it didn't modern warfare the remaster version do that yeah and actually it was actually like pretty well done because it was like you could spend money on it but i wasn't i didn't feel like i i feel like i earned enough in-game credit to where i didn't need to spend money and i'd actually get you can buy the epic chest and actually get like good stuff and i was like and i feel like that was actually which is surprising for an activision game to actually actually like do something where you didn't really have to spend money to get all the good stuff and i think that's what they need to do maybe they have like an objective several daily objectives to do like you know, get however many gold medals in a 
like in a day or in a match or whatever, like get how many points of healing or damage done. And then you earn a loot box based on that. Cause I think that could be a smart way. And that would include people to try doing different strategies than what they're normally trying to do. Yeah. Maybe. Cause if they're one focus on healing, then people are going to be like, Oh, I want to be a healer now so I can get this loot box. And so, yeah. Yeah. I can see that smart genius. Yeah. There you go. Sell your, you better be listening. Sell Blizzard. your idea to the Blizzard launcher. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, it's just, that's just how I see a game that you want to keep people coming back and playing. Yeah. It, you need to add these little challenges and with incentives. And actually, the new season just started too. Mm-hmm. The new competitive season. And that should be a thing. Like, competitive, obviously, you get like the points to buy like the golden skins of your gun. But I think. Eh. I think competitive should throw you some more loot boxes. I'm not 100% sure I've ever won a competitive match. They're tough. They're yeah. actually really tough because like people are actually like really good at that game and competitive. Which sucks. I wish people weren't really good at that game. I hate when you, I hate when you go against when a team that's just so are. good. and they just Because I, I feel like when we all play together, we are still pretty good. But we if we just get like wipe the floor, like it's just really bad and yeah. just not fun. And I get really mad. My controller has flown from my hands a few times playing Overwatch. You get really pissed at Overwatch, which is real surprising. Um, that's the only time I ever get pissed in my life, too, is playing video games. Yeah. Because I care. Frustrating. Because I care. Uh, the PlayStation 3, uh, it's over. It's officially it's done. It's done. They have ended production in Japan. Uh, it's been, what, four or five years since the PS4 came out? So 2013 is when the PS4 so came what? out. It's uh, it's been what? It's gonna be four this fifteen no. years for the PS3. It came out two thousand six or seven, so ten. It's been about ten. So I, I think it might have been two thousand seven. Now that I think about it, maybe six. Because I got mine in two thousand eight, summer two thousand eight. Because it was the Metal Gear Solid Four bundle. I re- I really want to know this with the with the you know. 80 gigabyte hard drive because that was like oh my whoa God. Right. and now like 80 gigs is like eight, one game on the playstation that's pretty bad yeah uh, i mean i'm sad obviously i mean um, it's been a long yeah. time i mean it was about bound to happen eventually and i the same thing went through it when the ps3 came out and the ps2 shut down and that ran for longer that was like 12 years on the ps2 yeah, it was it was 2006, uh, November 17th in North so America. So later 2006, okay. So yeah, yeah. It's I just, mean that makes uh, 10 years is, I'd say probably a fairly healthy yeah for life. Um, and this just means they're not they haven't cut off the network service or anything. And the support this just and literally means that they're and free not games from PlayStation Plus. Yeah, and I mean, who's realistically going to go out and buy a PS3 right now? And if, PS4s yeah. aren't that expensive at this. No, point. you can get one for like what two two fifty two hundred now yeah. probably. So, I mean, it's just the end of an era, and it just it always feels this way when something ends like that. Considering I've been, you know, I've been there th- thick and thin. Still got my original PS3, you know. Fixed twice by Sony, still going strong. I still got my original 360 that was fixed like 20 times uh, because you know how those go. Um, all right, uh, and speaking of production, uh, Nintendo Switch uh, production's ramping up, uh, which makes sense because they're going to want to have enough Switches when Mario comes out, and, and for the holidays, then for holidays. Uh, which will be fairly close to each other. I, I I I imagine Switch selling really well this Christmas. I I'm sure it's it'll going probably be to. the best selling console this Christmas. Oh yeah, easy. 
Yeah, absolutely. Like they're already saying that the Switch is beating all the benchmarks the Wii set. So well, yeah, yeah. And the, the Wii, Wii is still, I believe, still the best-selling console. Beside behind the Switch. I mean, I'm just saying in general. Oh. I think the PS4 is up there. I think PS4 has what 60 million units worldwide now. And the PS3, I just read that when they closed down, had 80 million. So I'm like, well, PS4 really uh, sold well. Yeah, obviously. So, which is cool to see because obviously, like finding a Switch now is like actually pretty hard to do because they're still pretty sold out most places. Yeah, I mean, I haven't visited a store in a long time to see if they have them. But I still but get like this on Facebook. It's like, we got Switches in stock for <laughs> for now. It's crazy. Yeah, so. It's so Nintendo. Um, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead. We're going to take one last break. When we come back, it's going to turn into an eat through podcast. Uh, so we'll be back. Again, uh, I feel like we just all we do is talk about E3, but E3 well, is right around the pretty, corner. Pretty big deal. It's so. the it's the best week for gaming. Uh, so, I guess the main stories right now. Um, Sony is broadcasting their E3 in theaters again. Are they um, even though? You know what? Yes, they are. Um, I know they are. They are. Uh, but the website to get tickets is a complete and utter shit show. Um, Which I don't know why they use this other this new third because like the last several years they had a different site that worked fine. I feel like they just used Ticketmaster in the past. They did, and it worked. Yeah, it's been just a nightmare for the past. So yeah, yesterday, yesterday and today at, at eleven o'clock our time, Mountain Time. So it's ten ten o'clock Pacific Time. Uh, it was supposed to go live for tickets, and the second it, it went live, crashed. The instantly. website crashed. Um, and it was crashed until like eight or something that and I, night. And I managed, I don't know how I managed, I managed to get a ticket and no one else has. Yeah. None of our friends are able to get any. Like I got the email confirmation and everything. I have it on my phone huh. and I don't know how I managed. Like I just, I guess I had the link open on my phone, the, like just the webpage and I kept refreshing it and finally like it refreshed. And, and like, that's why it was remained crashed. <laughs> yeah. But like I refreshed it and it like, it put me in, I put my, put my, all my information in, boom, got my ticket done yeah but apparently i'm going by myself because none of you guys have a ticket yeah nobody it's just a nightmare right now Uh, so if you guys want there's like 60 some theaters across the country doing this yeah there's a lot there's a lot growing and And there's a few in canada i know and so i've done this now this is this will be my fourth year doing it which is the fourth year they have done it and it's become quite a big event i mean the first year i think i did it i like got like a free poster and lanyard like a little like gift thing I for the playstation store but like every year that was add more more like i feel like we went to this even before we were friends really didn't we i went to the first one maybe not just with justin back in the day and the next year 
we went again, and I don't know if you came with us. Uh, yeah, we, I definitely did. You were there, so you've been to th- two of them. I've, no, nah, I've been to three at least. They've only had threes. Then I've I've been to all of them. But anyways, so maybe you weren't even we weren't friends in the first one though. Yeah, maybe we were there together. That's really weird to think about, probably. But uh, yeah, I mean it's a it's a bunch of nerds getting together at a movie theater and but it's it's a fun time. nerdy stuff. It's a really fun time. And I like, think the most enjoyable part, like last year, was the on constant repeat like intro video oh of the guy God. counting numbers as the test. That's right. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, and there there will be stupid shit like that. I'm sure. And I mean, and I think Sony actually does a really well, like a good job. Like last year, they actually had yeah, the, the live orchestra, orchestra and, yeah. for like the the God of War. I was doing God of War, like play, and it was super cool. Yeah, it was neat. Uh, so hopefully, the website figures itself out. <laughs> I'm and sure it will. Then and try to get a ticket. I'm sure they're still available because oh, I'm, sure. I'm considering like only probably a handful of people actually got a ticket. Yeah, but yeah, so. E3, uh, EA has come out and announced all their stuff because EA is doing their own thing the Saturday before. Um, and it, it's the EA Fan Fest. Uh, and so Naz, DJ Green, and Dave East are all playing or performing, whatever they do. I actually don't know any of those names. The rapper Naz is apparently somebody. I, I I have no idea who these people are. I don't know. Yeah, no and you're idea. a music guy, so like I feel like you would be no. Yeah, but nah. Yeah, whatever. Um, and so I guess the big thing for people that are going is the list of playable games. They said Star Wars Battlefront Two, FIFA 18, Madden NFL 18, NBA Live 18. The latest Need for Speed Experience, The Sims Mobile and The Sims 4, Battlefield 1, and The Name of the Star, new content from Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes and Titanfall 2, Madden NFL Mobile, thank God that'll be there, NBA Live Mobile, FIFA for Nintendo Switch, um, will all be playable, and uh, several panels and stuff like that. So I feel like that's fairly similar to what they did last year, but... Uh, I feel like in, I feel like it's the same games every year that they talk about. Well, that's kind of what EA does. I know they have all their like they have the sports market law and lockdown, mm-hmm. and they release those games every single year, and they still sell incredibly well. Yes, they do, which is I don't know crazy. I haven't I, bought, know. I, haven't I haven't bought a sports game in. I don't think I think the last one I bought was Madden Thirteen. I think the last sports game that I bought that wasn't Rocket League. Yeah, well, was, did you even buy that though? No, yeah. it's free. Was uh, NB- NFL 2K5. So it's been a long and time. And I played the hell out of that game. Uh, that was a real good one. But, I mean, I've never really cared for sports games. The only sports game that I really ever enjoyed was Madden. Like, I'd, I mean, I'm not a huge basketball fan, so I never had an appeal for NBA. I just do not like soccer at all. Okay, I, I take that back. Now, like, I, I mean, I don't really enjoy soccer. FIFA, for me, was super... I played it before, and I just thought it was really boring. Yeah, it's not very... But some people great. are so into it, and I'm just like, I don't get it. But, nah. I mean, soccer is the number one sport in the world, so I understand. Just not here in America. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. And then baseball, I just find boring as well. Yeah, sports. Like, 
For baseball, I mean, I've, I think it's, that's the only professional like game I've ever been to in person. And I really enjoy Major League Baseball when I'm at live. I, yeah, I mean, I But watch on TV, I just would rather uh, walk on glass. <laughs> yeah. Unless like a fight happens, like Bryce Harper punches a pitcher in the face. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll watch the last, like, I'll watch the series. Yeah, obviously. Like, the end of the series. Everyone watches these the se- final series of every sports event. Yeah, because, uh, you know, that's like whatever. But I'll be watching the NBA finals for. But the fact that baseball is already happening is what, like, gets me is the and fact just, that it goes It goes on for so long. Yeah, 160 games in a season. And you're just like, ugh. Uh, I mean, I kind of follow how my LA Dodgers are doing, uh, but not well enough to actually know what's going on. I guess I have to be a Red Sox fan now, too. No, you don't. At least a Patriots fan. Yeah, but you don't need to be a Red Sox fan. But regardless, uh, sports games, they're never good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the only, like out of this whole list, the only ones so, I really care about was Battlefront, the new Need for uh, Speed game. Uh, the yeah. Sims has my interest. Yeah. And I guess I know I don't really care, but FIFA for Switch is a huge deal. Yeah, I... It's so funny. Like I just like I see the Madden title now, and I'm just like, yeah, whatever. It's like, uh. but Madden back in the day was the start of everything. Madden always came out in August, and that was like the start of the year. Yeah, because like June and July are never hot for games. Once Madden comes out, it's like, all right, between here and Christmas is going to be crazy. Uh, and I don't know. It's just it doesn't do what it used to. So well, I feel like, and it's just at the point where like they still update the old games, like where they update the rosters and every year. So it's not like it's like you're just playing a, the just against people that are all just generically made on the computer. They actually like you know update the new people that get brought onto the teams and whatnot. So like I feel like there's not a need to buy the new one every year no. now. And they're always like, this is the biggest best Madden ever. But I feel like how much do they really change? Because how much can you really change in a football game when you like literally have all the football rules in there? It's not like the rules are changing every year. Yeah, like every now and then, um, you know, like if a Blitz came out, like that would be a different story. That would be awesome if a Blitz came out. Blitz 2001 was... It'll never, it'll never happen I again. I love that game. I still have it it'll on It'll never PC. happen again um, as long as the NBA or the NBA, the NFL. NFL Players Association has their tie with EA. That's the reason no other football games come out. Well, that's why NCAA, and NCAA ended, which were, was, I thought, a better football game than Madden, but the NCAA just didn't like having their name Yeah, on well, there. you can't. You can't have their players in there because they're college students. Well, they could, but it's just some weird deal that the NCAA just decided to cancel nah. because the NCAA is a terrible organization, but that's a different conversation well we're never going to work for the ncaa now that you said that um <laughs> was right. that your dream yes it is okay. you know it all right well let's let's end this um games coming out this week um i guess star trek the bridge crew just came out i know almost nothing about it oh the vr game uh, maybe it's a vr game yeah okay i don't and I, from what i heard it's not really a game it's just like you're a, just sitting on the bridge and it's you like look a, around it's like an interactive uh cockpit yeah basically. like and you can like do stuff you don't really play things it's like you just live the experience it sounds about right but from what i heard it's actually pretty interesting sounds, pretty cool sounds like vr um tekken 7 
uh, is coming out. And that we'll see how that goes. Uh, if Tekken 7 comes out and is good, um, that'll, that'll be real nice. Um, farming Simulator 18, if you're interested in your uh, farming sims, is coming out. Uh, beyond that, well, as we talked, Perception's coming out. Oh, yeah, Perception. Beyond that, there's not much coming out. Um, yeah, we're kind of at the time where it's like, eh, we're kind of a lull of games. and. Uh, oh, yeah, the Elder Scrolls Online Morrowind. Uh, expansion. It's an expansion, but it's also 60 bucks. Yeah, and it's ridiculous. Um, and Dirt 4, which I've heard almost nothing about, but that's that's a thing. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's, there's games coming out within the next couple of weeks, just not right now. Um, so anyways, I think that's it for us. It's getting hot outside and I want to spend less time out there. So it's hot in here too. It is hot in here. They don't run the air conditioning in this building. Well, you have the window open too, so that probably doesn't. Well, that's, it's probably cooler out there than here. Yeah. But yesterday was like our first, what, day over 90 Oh, God. It was pretty warm yesterday, so summer's finally here. Summer is here. Um, and next week, we're back in the studio, like said, so if you were a live listener, uh, we'll, we'll be live again. And we'll Although, have to cut down our talk back to I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be real straight here. The website is not working. It was not working as of last night. Um, so if you want to listen to us live, do it through the Radio FX app. Yeah, uh, which is probably a better way to listen, anyways, because then you can actually, you can press play and pause and stuff. Well, and beyond that, you can press play and then close the app, or not close the app, but like close your phone and it still plays. Yeah, like a media player. And so, yeah, you just go on Radio FX app, search for Boise State. It should just be on the list. There's only several colleges listed on there. Yeah, there's like twenty. Or and then just find our show. It's Dry Spell Radio. So well, you go in there and then it. Oh, it just plays what's going on, yeah. But you can still follow our show, I'm pretty sure. I don't think so. Okay, maybe not. You can just follow the... That's right, you can just follow the station. Yeah, you can follow the station, though. But we're also on SoundCloud. Um, So if you want to reach out to us, uh, dryspellradio at gmail.com. That's our email. As always, send us questions, comments, concerns. Uh, If you hate us, send us that, I guess. Um, I don't know why you'd make it this far if you despised us, but cool. Uh, Twitter is Dry Spell Radio as well and I think that's it for the time being uh, soundcloud.com slash or backslash Dry Spell Radio uh, we're there you're there please listen en- enjoy I guess yeah I mean if you're already listening you're already listening so I guess yeah. I can't tell you to listen at the end of the podcast right right that's that's advertising it's best Listen to our next week's episode. Yeah, coming to a theater near you. That's right. No, not... No. That's two weeks. Well, it's still not coming to a theater near you. Um, anyways, uh, let's let's get out of here. I'm dying. Um, yeah. So, thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye.